This is a Kitty Pod production. Welcome to CR Crime, the only podcast that tells tales of true crime from New York's capital region. I'm your host, Jason Bullitt. Just recently, our recently deposed fearless leader announced, read alleged, that on his way out of office, his administration executed more prisoners in a five-month period than had met the same fate in the last half century. With that Snopes-proved claim in mind, it follows that the history of capital punishment in New York State be put under the proverbial microscope. While executions have been in the news for the last half century, the concept is certainly nothing new. In fact, the law of the colony of New Netherland decreed that the death penalty be used for the worst offenders. That is to say, those accused of sodomy, counterfeiting, adultery, perjury, and even attempted murder of rape. While executions have been in the news for the last half century, the concept is nothing new. In fact, the law of the colony of New Netherland decreed that the death penalty be used for the worst offenders. That is to say, those accused of sodomy, counterfeiting, adultery, perjury, and even attempted murder or rape of any and all slaves on the landowner's property. This was standard procedure until a few years after both the United States and New York State achieved independence and statehood, respectively. In 1796, the state did away with the death penalty for crimes aside from murder and treason, but added arson to the list 12 years later. In April 1860, Governor Edwin Morgan signed a bill repealing the hangman's noose as a method of capital punishment, thus effectively banning the whole practice in the Empire State. However, in so doing, he left no alternative. With that in mind, the State Court of Appeals ruled the law unconstitutional the following year, partially as law ex post facto. Thus, Morgan ended up restoring the death penalty soon thereafter, fully repealing the entire statute in 1862. Now that the death penalty had been fully restored in New York State, it was time to introduce one popular and well-used method of execution, the electric chair. Long before Barstool Sports used it as a method of subjecting its fanboy employees to pressure-filled playoff games involving their respective sports teams, the electric chair was used to punish those who were considered the worst offenders of the lot. All but four states have done away with the electric chair as a form of punishment. However, New York has had but an intermittent involvement with it, which speaks volumes as 32 years passed between executions. From 1890 to 1963, New York courts sentenced a whopping 693 criminals to death, many of whom were convicted of murder. New York State led the world in the use of the electric chair on August 6, 1890, when William Kemmler became the first person to be given that honor. Two years earlier, in 1888, Kemmler murdered his common-law wife Matilda Ziegler. His execution did not go very smoothly. Convicted of first-degree murder, Kemmler had current passed through him for 17 seconds and was declared dead thereafter. However, those in the gallery saw that Kemmler was still breathing, and thus the switch was thrown again. Eight minutes and two attempts later, 
Kemmler was declared dead, for reals this time, even if reports stated that Kemmler's body caught fire. Among the noteworthy executions by way of the chair include Leon Sogos, the assassin of President William McKinley during the 1901 Pan American Exhibition in Buffalo, serial killer Albert Fish, who was executed in 1936 after reportedly murdering over a 100 people, including the cannibal murder of 10-year-old Grace Budd, a predecessor to Jeffrey Dahmer, perhaps, or even Arthur Shawcross, Raymond Fernandez and Martha Buck, the Lonely Hearts killers, who killed upwards of 20 women in the late 1940s. The pair were executed on March 8, 1951. And possibly most noteworthy of all, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, the husband and wife who were convicted of espionage in 1953 for passing atomic bomb secrets to the Soviets. They were the only American civilians executed for espionage, even though their execution remained mired in controversy, even after the New York City Council declared the government wrongly executed Ethel. Ten years after the Rosenbergs were sent to the chair, and 73 years and nine days after it all kicked off, Eddie Lee Mays became the last person executed by the electric chair on August 15, 1963. Mays was convicted of first-degree murder and robbery after he and two accomplices held up the Friendly Tavern in East Harlem on March 23, 1961. Mays shot Maria Marini, 31, after opening her purse only to discover that there was nothing inside. All told, the trio stole $275 cash from the patrons and the barkeep that night. Mays was but a footnote to state history, as the state legislature and Governor Nelson Rockefeller abolished the death penalty in 1965, except for criminals who murdered a police officer. Seven years later, executions stopped nationwide after the Supreme Court struck down all existing procedures in the aftermath of Furman v. Georgia. However, in 1976, the court ruled that states could resume the death penalty, but after their individual procedures underwent an overhaul. In 1995, Governor George Pataki reinstated the death penalty with little fanfare as one of his first acts after taking office. On January 11th, Thomas Grasso, a killer convicted of murdering elderly women in both Oklahoma and New York State, was flown back to the Sooner State after serving 20 years of a life sentence in state prison here in New York. Grasso was executed at the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in McAllister, Oklahoma, on March 20, 1995. Despite that, the New York State Court of Appeals ruled in a majority decision in the case of People v. Laval that the death penalty was unconstitutional on June 24, 2004. Pataki expressed his disagreement in the ruling and vowed a quick fix. Such was almost accomplished the following year, but the motion was voted down in the State Assembly. Three years later, in 2008, Another reinstatement passed through the Senate, but the Assembly looked the other way. Governor David Patterson issued an executive order doing away with the state's death row and closed the state's execution chamber at the Greenhaven Correctional Facility in Westchester County. Ten years later, his successor, our current governor, Andrew Cuomo, announced legislation to strike the death penalty from state law outright. No actions to that effort have been done as of yet. 
To sum up, New York State ended the 19th century as world leaders in the field of capital punishment, but various legislative and gubernatorial junk-swinging has led to the death penalty first in an almost perpetual state of flux, all leading to its inevitable yet delayed removal from state law. Thanks for listening to this episode of CR Crime, the only podcast that deals with tales of true crime from New York's capital region. This podcast is written, produced, narrated, and edited by yours truly, Jason Bullitt, also host of the Keep It To Yourself podcast, of which this is an offshoot. If you like this podcast, you can review this and my other podcast, in fact, the whole feed, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the podcast of your choosing. Or better yet, tell a friend and those in your circle. That's the best way that podcasts help get promoted and get more listeners. Until next week, stay safe out there. Bye-bye.